Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Apathetic Flow podcast. This is Flow 751 and today uh, I am talking about being poor uh, in a weird, rich way. Um, there is a quote from a guy called Rudyard Kipling. It says, beware of overconcern for money or position or glory. Someday you will meet a man who cares for none of these things then you will know how poor you are. Which uh, I think is quite beautiful. It's funny that a lot of the people that I meet that, let's say, live in abundance of whatever it is that, that may mean for them, um, really don't need it. They're not crazy hustling and, and, and they've worked hard, but they've worked hard in the space of doing something that they enjoy and that they, they feel they can really contribute with. But Above all, my point is this. It's easy to concern ourselves over trivial things. Things that we think matter, like money matters, as if... Now, don't get me wrong, like the Silverchair song, if you're Australian, that is, Silverchair. Um, it's really hard to eat without any money. It's really hard to have shelter without any money. So it's not about this good, bad money situation. Money Money doesn't have any good bad money money has no meaning we are the meaning makers we give meaning to money in the same way give we give meaning to events an event occurred is good is a bad well that's all subjective it depends who you ask and so we actually make meaning of money and that's just money that we're looking at the other examples here are positions it could be glory um it could be labels identity but these are only things these are only thoughts. They're not your identity. We exist outside of positions, labels, money, names, um, the glory, so any achievements. You know, I'm a doctor, I'm a this, I'm a that. It's like, dwarf. that's something that you have done. You've done your doctorate. And that's, that's a, a couple of uh, letters next to your name. But none of that is you. You exist outside of them. They're all constructed as, as I suppose, part of the the system that we live in. It doesn't mean that it's bad just because I'm pointing at it. It's very, very normal. I spoke to a doctor today about certain things and questions that I had. And I'm glad that they had a couple of little letters next to the name so I could identify that they were a doctor and could help me for the, the problem that I wanted to, dis to discuss with them, so to speak. So it's not about saying that the things that I'm pointing at here are bad. It's saying, do we actually fucking pause and recognize that we exist outside of these things? Because when we live with this idea that we need, we need to be seen a particular way. We need to be, we need this money or this position or a, or a status or, or glory. As long as we are living in need, we will always be poor because we're always living in being controlled by that. All of our decisions, the core of our decisions are being made in the face of whatever it is that we think that we may need. Money, status, you know, approval, whatever the case might be. And the, the other difficult thing about this is that we get tied up then into conditional esteem. When I'm winning, I feel good. But when I'm losing, I feel bad. And the trouble with that is that it can motivate us. It can motivate us and we can then continue to get results, but we feel empty in between that. And so, you know, 
what's the point of winning um, or, or, or continually going after something if there's these fleeting moments of feeling glory, whatever that may mean for you, and then everything else is just hollow. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't, as a human race, go after glory, whatever that may mean. What I'm pointing at here more than anything is the conditions we put on our own self-value because that's what esteem means. Esteem means value, self-esteem, self-value. And when we put that into the hands of someone or something else, our value now becomes conditional. It no longer is in the hands of the person who is being valued, funnily enough. So therefore, you'll always be at whim to, to get said thing, to have said thing, to behave a particular way so that you're seen in a particular light. You're no longer living. You're just existing based upon a set of rules that we made up, that you made up. The person who is free is the one who is free of attachments, free of the need. Now, that also includes the freedom from needing the freedom. <laughs> Because if you're, if you're free, so to speak, the one that is free of attachments, then you actually need the freedom of attachments. So do you collect things? Does that mean if you're collecting something, you don't have an attachment? Or does that mean that's okay? It's, it's all subjective. It's just a big game, isn't it? Hey, you just keep going with it. I, it's like, I'm free of attachments and that's why I'm free. It's like, but what if we got rid of that? Are you attached to that little construct you just said, the free of attachment thing? You've got to be free of that. If something comes, let it. If something goes, let it. It's not like we know how the universe is meant to universe. We're just existing within it. We're just interacting with it for a small fragment of time. And so we have an opportunity in that small fragment of time to understand ourselves better, to be a better contributor within a space, within your family unit within your community, within your workspace. But we do that by not needing it. When we don't need it, when we don't need someone's approval, when we don't need money, this fucking weird, funny thing happens. The universe is like a mirror, right? It gives you what you already am, what you already are. And so if you don't need, then it gives you an abundance something that you don't need because you don't need it. But if you need something, it says to the mirror, to the universe, that you don't have it. So it gives you what you don't have gives you you it shows you you so how are you showing up how are you choosing to behave how are you are you putting conditions on your esteem are you are you attached to a concept are you chasing a fucking you know the the rat wheel every single day what is it what conditions do we put on our identity or our esteem or is the as our identity the condition Right, that someone has to see me in a particular light, otherwise, otherwise I'm a failure. The head can be a horrible place, but the problem is if that if the head is a really challenging space for you to be in, the way you solve that is by not avoiding it, not drugging it, is by understanding it is by going in, accepting, and then well, integrating that every single part of, of who you've come to be today is because of the way you've thought about the world. It served its purpose, but now you're going to choose to move forward the way that you choose to move forward without the attachments, without the identity, 
And it's not an identity as in you get rid of the identity because now there's your new identity, right? It's this kind of weird thing. It's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to I'm gonna get rid of my personality and it that kind of becomes your personality. It's actually about integration. So um, the, the Enneagram will call it personal essence. And it's an integration of personality. Um, it's not the Enneagram, it's um, A.H. Almas calls it personal essence and this is it's this integration of our personality with being with being able to be in the moment as we are not as we once were and on that note team i'm done thank you very much for tuning in um this one got a bit deep i hope you enjoyed it and if you did it would mean the world to me if you pass it to someone else that you think would also enjoy it uh, and like subscribe you know share it with a friend Grab a copy of my book, Money Yourself, online or in stores. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game or the Coach's Circle, which are two programs that I run, then head to alphatataflow.com. That's it from me. Big love. Peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.